Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to episode 124 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I know you guys are like, hey, what the fuck? You've been gone for a couple weeks. Well, we have kind of decided, because Travis is moving, new job, we're both busy this summer. Until football season rolls around, we're going to continue with this bi-weekly thing, because there's just not enough shit to talk about to kind of keep you guys, uh, to really kind of fill a podcast for 35, 45 minutes, even an hour every week during the summer. So we're going to do bi-weekly until August. And then August we'll come back with a weekly schedule. Yeah. And we had planned on doing one last week for the U S open. Uh, but again, I was moving, finally got all moved in. If I sound different, finally have a basement now. So I'm in my basement. Um, but U S open happened. That was fun. We'll talk about that. Yeah, the bi-weekly thing, just a much better, much better option in the summer with nothing really going on to talk about. Yeah, I mean, really, you look at it, looking ahead today, you guys are hearing this, it'll be Wednesday, July 23rd, or sorry, Wednesday, June 23rd, or or later. Um, then we won't see you guys before the 4th of July. Um, we'll come back on July 7th for UFC 264, which... I will actually be in Vegas for that fight. Unfortunately, I'm not going to it, but I'll be in Vegas when it's happening. And a midseason MLB recap, July 21st. We don't really know what's going to go on there, but we'll come up with something. And then starting on August 4th, we'll start doing weekly shows again. August 4th, we'll kick it off and do some um, NFL previews and then some fantasy football previews, some college football previews that whole month of August leading up to um, football kickoff. So that's kind of what the rest of the summer looks like. If you guys are missing us, um, sorry, but like Travis said, we'll be super busy. Um, anyway, that's kind of the plan for the rest of summer. So let's catch up what's going on in the sports world. So, uh, let's kick it over to the NBA where we are in the conference finals. They game two in the Western conference finals is going on tonight. I think this yes. last time I checked the Suns were winning. Suns are up five right now in the fourth quarter, just fourth quarter just started. So there's a lot of game left. Um, and then it's, so it's Suns and Clippers and then it is Hawks and bucks so like very unexciting eastern conference finals because whoever wins is just gonna get obliterated i feel like no matter what so yeah think about the bucks are the third best team in the in the east the the 76ers and nets like that was theirs to lose and they just fucking blew it i i loved i loved seeing the nets lose i know you had a future out of them and i I know you like you like blake griffin but I love seeing Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and James Harden just fall flat in their face. Yeah, had I, I mean, had I not had my future out on it, I would have. It would have been hilarious to see. Um, so obviously that was ruined, and now it's kind of a bummer, and it's still salty about it. But it is, it is kind of cool to see. Um, and now I'm onward, upward. Hope the Hawks beat the shit out of the Bucks. Yeah, 
that'd be cool to see. What's what I what I thought was cool is these four teams. None of them have won an NBA championship um, since the ABA NBA merger. I think the last team to out of these four to win a championship was the Bucks in 1971. Um, we all know the Hawks won one. If you're from St. Louis, you know the Hawks won one in 1958 as the St. Louis Hawks. Um, but the Suns and the Clippers have never won a championship. So I think that's really cool. Um, you know, I love LeBron. I, I you know, I, I'm a LeBron guy through and through. But the, the monotony of what was the NBA of the same team, the same kind of crew winning every single year, Steph Curry, LeBron, it got old quick. And I'm glad to see we're going to get a we're going to get a shake up this year. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think like after last year, everyone comes back rested and then they have this like weird because usually like the NBA is like the most predictable playoffs, but not this year. But were they rested, Um, though, because LeBron and the Lakers came back like less than two months after they won a championship to start the season. Everyone else was. Yeah, exactly. Um, But even then, like. It's kind of crazy. The Hawks were started out the season horrible, fired their head coach, and now here they are. Yeah, so um, looking at the odds right now to win it, the Bucks are actually the favorite at plus 110 if you were to bet a future. The Suns are plus 170, which to me is, a, is an easy 170. The Clippers are plus 700, which depending on how tonight's game – pans out might be a little different and the hawks are plus 1100 i no no way no doubt in my mind whoever wins that series between the suns and clippers goes on to win the whole thing so if you want to hedge it you might as well do a little bit of both on the suns and clippers do a unit on i know both. you can do and you can do matt like a outcome yeah of the finals from right now i would i would do suns over bucks i think it's like plus 400 or something like that um to win in the finals i think that would be a good one I, I just don't think the Bucks should be there. I don't like the Bucks, uh, like roster in terms of winning it. I think the Suns are unstoppable, and they should have Chris Paul back at least like game what game three maybe game three of, of the, series of this series. No, of the finals. Should they should how long they does he it? have to sit out for? They have he has to quarantine. I feel like that happened 14. like last week. So the, a week will be Saturday. I feel like he should become. He so should, he might. I don't know when it would be. So game because tonight's Tuesday. So game three of this series would be Thursday. Game four would be Saturday. Game five would be Monday. He should be back Next, on like July first. He should be if if this series were to go seven games, he should be back before before game seven. No, July July third would be Saturday. Two weeks from. I thought it was ten days, not fourteen. I don't know. Because if it's ten days, the tenth day is July is June thirtieth, so he could come back on July first, which would be Game Seven. Game Seven it would be July second, Friday. Okay, so he would be able to come back then. So either way, uh, yeah, he should be Suns, back. He should be back for the finals, regardless. If they make it, yes, correct. He should be. Which I don't see a team stopping them if he's back. I don't see a team stopping them right now. I mean, uh, if we're being completely honest, which I love it. I love the Suns train going on. I think it's good for the NBA and a lot of fans like them. Suns and four guy. Dude, let's talk about that guy real quick. Suns and four guy. (laughs) I hate the fact that Phoenix fans tried to turn into a thing and they got into a fight after game one of the series against the Clippers. Like, 
Quit trying to yeah, go. Yeah, that was got- that was a little much. I don't know who I don't know what transpired that turn of events. Uh but the first they, time around, this the Suns and Four guy was completely in the right. That fucking punk ass dude from Denver, like, deserved. Yeah, he there. dumped a beer on him and then then proceeded to get his ass kicked. And then, and then did he, a did a pr- uh, press conference the other day, like an interview, and he's like, "No, it's just a scratch." No, dude, you get your fucking scratch. ass pummeled, bro. <laughs> that's that's a. And then he yeah, like you got it busted. He was so he was so nonchalant about yeah I dumped a Modelo on him like who the fuck in the right mind just dumps a beer on somebody yeah you're stupid you're back in the earth yeah well, yeah bite my tongue on that one but whatever I mean I, yeah that dude is just it was it was a bum um so we both Absolutely. like both like the Suns to take it right there even though the Bucks are the favorite Suns up plus one seventy if you can get it I would hammer it I checked where we bet it's not live right now because the game's going on. Sure. Another one I like uh, is the Hawks uh, plus two and a half in the series. Um, that's a, you get that at a good good value. Like them to win two games. Oh shit! You can do that. You can bet series like that. Uh huh. Yeah. So you could bet either outcome, whether it be four two or just Hawks plus two and a half, so to win two games or more. Uh, and that that's I think that's like minus 125 or something or might be even plus money but it's good value right now and i think the way that the hawks are trending they got bogey kevin herter who john collins baby balling uh ron weasley and kevin herter uh trey young who shot terribly in their in the game seven and they still beat the sixers yeah i had john collins i had the over on three point field goals by trey young it was two and a half he fucking made two so. Wow. And he's played horribly. Yeah. But dude, so, John I mean, Collins, how about John Collins wearing that shirt to the press conference after they beat the six Sixers of him dunking on him? He had, literally had a shirt of him dunking on over Embiid in, in game six. He was wearing a shirt of that. That's all. I don't think I saw that. That's sweet, though. I need to look that up. Yeah. Uh, uh, ben Simmons, though. Like, is he is, is he going to play for the for the, for the Shanghai Oh, my Sharks? gosh. Have you seen Ben this? Simmons? Shanghai Sharks? Doesn't Jimmer Fredette play for them? Yeah. Jesus. Oh my gosh, they would be insane. I mean, the dude just just won't shoot. He's will not shoot the basketball, refuses to shoot the basketball. 34.2% from the free throw line. Worst player. Worst. Shaq. Shaq didn't even worst do. ever in NF or NFL. NBA playoff history. That's insane. From a point guard, mind you. Uh which goes along with saying. Point guard, Doc Rivers. Quotation marks. Dude, Doc Rivers, man, something's got to be done. Just ban that dude from the playoffs for life. I mean, he can't win. He could. He couldn't take Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, Jamal Murray, that Clippers team to the finals, and then he comes here, has a pretty much straight path to the finals. All they have to do is beat the Hawks, and then. Pretty beatable Bucks team. You can't even do that. Yeah, man. I mean, Doc Rivers' glory days was in 2008 when he won the ship with the Celtics with Kevin Garnett and Rajon Rondo and Paul Pierce. I mean, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That was, uh, and that had to have been luck because after that he couldn't do a damn thing. I mean, those are at least two Hall of Famers. Rajon Rondo could arguably be another Hall of Famer. So, I mean, I'm surprised uh, he didn't fuck it up though. Is what, is what I'm saying. Well, LeBron should LeBron should have beat them, but and that's why he left Cleveland to go join the Heat to beat the Celtics, and he did. Uh, anyway, so that's not about the NBA. Suns are a clear favorite. I like the Suns. Suns and four. Uh, Sons of four. Yeah, Sons of four. Um, if they win tonight, that's l- legitimately a, an option of them winning eight fucking games in a row, which would be bananas. And they've covered in every game in the playoffs. God, dude, they're fucking stupid. So, uh, let's talk about the NHL real quick. Shift gears. Those series a little bit further along. Um, right now, are the Habs beating the the Knights still? In game they are. They're up three to one. Cool. I live bet the I live bet the Knights uh, money. Line. I bet. I bet on the Canadians before the game. I was I live bet the Knights when they're down one zero just because fuck it. Um, Three to one with fourteen minutes left. I I mean I think with the way that it's playing in Montreal is going to the finals, which incredible. It's insane. The fifty four points like that's how many of the points the Blues had. Did they their regular season record was 24, 21, and eleven. They were barely above five hundred. So I mean, it just kind there's of there's that. It has that they they have that 2019 blues feel to them. They do. They just they got hot. Carey Price turned into the old Carey Price. Yep. Uh, and they got hot. And I think the Islanders and the Lightning are just going to beat the shit out of each other. But I but the Lightning I feel like are going to go back to back. Well, they beat them eight nothing last night or something. Like eight to nothing. I'm just Dude. like forfeit. Yeah. Just fucking. It's three two. They play game six tomorrow night. Yeah. I just don't see anyone beating the Lightning. Well, the Lightning are the clear favorite right now. They're minus 115 out of the future, which still is not bad. That's odd. not bad value. If you want some juice, though, Travis, like we just said, the Montreal Canadiens have that 2019 St. Louis Blues feel. They are plus 900 right now. That's going to shoot up tonight after they win, if they if they hold on to win. I'm kind of bummed. I would like to see Vegas in the finals because they have a lot of ex-Blues in that team. And I think – that Stanley Cup Finals would be going on while I'm in Vegas, but at the, that would be cool for you. But at the same time, Vegas just won it a couple like a few years ago. No, they didn't. They never. Yes, they no, did. they're an expansion team. They did not win the no. They, they won their first year. They did not win the Stanley Cup. Yes, they did. Vegas won the Stanley. They made Cup. it there. No, they did not. They did not make it. They they won. I'm fairly certain that they won. Not a chance in hell. They definitely did. Zero. Zero Stanley Cups. They made it there. They didn't win. Who'd they lose to? Uh, they lost to the Capitals. Ovechkin. Oh. Well, either way, it's not like that franchise has seen... Well, they don't. They don't, they don't know anything besides winning. I mean, that's all they've ever done. They've exactly. Never, so I think they've ever. I don't care to see them lose. 
even though I'm, I'm not a Canadians fan by any means, rather keep the trophy in the States, but uh, <laughs> so, like, I mean, yeah. for real, it's like a battle between us versus Canada at this point. Yeah. So the Vegas fans first year in existence, lost in the only cup finals, second year in existence, um, lost in the first round of the sharks in seven games. And then last year they lost in the Western conference finals to the stars. I mean, they've had a, they've had a good playoff run and like every year, if not going to the playoffs every year, they've been in existence. Correct. Yeah. So I just said, yeah, they, yeah. Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup finals lost in the first round and uh, conference finals. And then conference finals again, if they lose this year. Yeah. So can't, can't be sad about them, but if I'm betting on one team right now, I'm betting on the lightning. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the go-to again, if you want the juice, cause you feel like the Habs have the, uh, have the, the 2019 St. Louis blues feel They're The, they're the underdog big time right now. And hedge it a little bit. What? Hedge it a little bit. Hedge it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so that's kind of going on in the playoff world. So that's the gambling talk per se. Travis will get, hit us with some golf here in a little bit. But I want to touch on one thing because I have very, very strong feelings about this. Um, Carl Nassib, uh, the defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders, was the first uh, – came out as the first openly gay active NFL player. Congrats to him. Seriously, like, it's cool. Like I feel like – because we've had a bunch of players come out like after they retired. I think it was like 14 players have come out since they've retired that they were gay. Um, but it begs the question, and I seen I saw a bunch of articles on this. Back in 2014, when Michael Sam came out as gay before the NFL draft, fellow Mizzou alumni, fellow classmate classmate of mine, um, did he ever get did he get a fair shake? And I, without a doubt, say no. Like he didn't get, he didn't get a fair shot. He got drafted by the Rams in the seventh round. First of all, his draft stock fell because he announced it before the draft. I mean, he was the SEC it, defensive player of the year. It drove me insane reading some of the comments on that tweet today. Um, people were like saying, oh, he was, shouldn't even have been drafted. The only reason he did get drafted is because he came out before the draft. And I was like, that's completely false. And then some people just making just dumb claims like, oh, Carl Nassib is a way better player than Michael Sam. I'm like, yeah, because he's already established himself in the NFL before doing so. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's a way better player just because of the fact that he's gotten the chance to play in the NFL. Like, it's just, there's not really an argument in terms of talent level now at this point because – We'll never know what Michael Sam could have been because he never got the chance. He was cut, didn't make the roster for the Rams, uh, got cut over Ethan Westbrooks, who Michael Sam had way better preseason than. He way Michael, better. Michael Sam led the team in sacks production. I think he might have led him in tackles for loss. I couldn't. It's you, it's really hard to pull up preseason stats about the NFL to be honest with you, especially from seven years ago, which makes me old to even say. But he did. He get cut in favor, like Chavez over over Ethan Westbrooks, which is still is he even still in the league? I have no idea. I honestly have no. I know he played for them a couple of years after, but uh, looking it up, that's, there's no way he's like on an active roster still getting minutes. He was on the practice squad for the Niners in 2020. Was his last time practice squad for the Raiders in 19. So no, I mean he hasn't he hasn't played in a game in a while. 
So if that doesn't surprise you. Yeah. So, I mean, no, Michael Sam absolutely did not get a fair shake. I just wanted to bring that up because thank God that the trash bag Rams organizations out of St. Louis, because they drafted him for clout 100% to be the team that drafted him. And even after he proved cool, you want to do that's fine. Even after he proved that he was worthy of a roster spot, you want to then cut him. Like, again, I'm not trying to take any any shine away from Carl Nassib. Like, I think what he's doing is cool. I think what he's doing is progressive. It's going to just open it up. Because, like, football is the only sport where uh, – I don't know if any hockey players are, have come out as gay. That would be a whole other thing. But, like, I feel like football is the only sport where it's, like, kind of taboo to be gay in, an, in a locker room. And that's not – to me, that's just kind of weird. Um, so – you know, cool for Carl Nassib, but Michael Sam never got a fair shake, and hopefully, going forward, this shit doesn't happen ever again. So, yeah, and like he said in his video, he's like, "I want to, like, hopefully, in years to come, this doesn't have to be a thing, uh, and that he's not doing it for attention." But good for him. His uh, jersey was number one selling today. Really, the NFL jersey, yeah, according to Fanatics. So, wow, that, that's kind of cool. Now you mentioned that Michael Sam's was was for a little bit. So, yeah. So awesome. That's good shit. Um, I always like to see heartwarming stuff like that. Yeah. In other words, we said we were going to do the S open uh, podcast episode last week, but we can do a recap this week. John Rahm takes the throne, not only as the U S open champion, but he captures that number one golfer in the world over DJ. Um, And it's well-deserved, even though I am a DJ guy. You got to love to see that for John Rom. I and it, back in the day, like when he was first coming up, I wasn't the biggest John Rom fan, but he's definitely grown on me. Uh, especially after what happened to him in that tournament when he got kicked out with COVID, he earned the shit out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, like you said, I didn't think about the whole COVID thing. I just think he's a super likable guy. Like, did you? I think they asked him like after he won on Sunday. They're like, "What was your morning routine like?" He's like. Oh, I don't know. He's the like, Call of Duty tournament. Yeah, he's like, people are going to think it's weird, but I watched the Call of Duty tournament. Like, I follow this team from Chicago, and I watched them play for like an hour, hour and a half, and wife made breakfast. I played with the kids and went and hit a practice session and then went out and did it. So it was, it was this usual more like – like, that is not – like, that just goes to show me, like, golfers are the most relatable. Like, they're actual – like, if they weren't professionals, they'd be like you and I. Like, Sunday morning – Not only that. What, what am I going to do? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to have – Breakfast with the wife and kids, and I don't have kids, but I'm going to have breakfast, breakfast with the wife, and I'm going to play a little bit of Xbox, and I'm going to head out and get getting around. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And not only that, but, like, you look at him, and like, he's got his body figure is just like Rumpy. the regular guy. Like, whoa, whoa. what? Whoa, whoa, he's not a regular guy. I mean, he's got that fucking reverse hourglass. He's shit. not. He's not really fat. He's just. It looks like a guy likes to drink beer, and I can get on board with that. Like I say, he's got that reverse hourglass shape. Instead of it going like this, he goes like this. <laughs> hey, whatever floats his boat, he's making a shit ton of money. Oh yeah. Um, but not only that, I have actually live bet John Rom to win the tournament on Sunday in the middle of his round. Uh, so that was pretty, that was pretty cool. He was two back of Louis Oosthuizen. John Rahm hit two phenomenal putts on 17 and 18. Cause he's known for making clutch putts like that. Yeah. Oosthuizen then goes in bogeys. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Heads in a 17, down one stroke, and 18 is a very birdieable par five. All he has to do on 17 is just not fuck up. Like, that's all he's got to do. Instead, because on the left, it's just caning. You can't hit it left, but right, you got room for days. What does he do? He tries to shoot the line over the canyon, loses the ball, takes a drop, ends up uh, bogeying that hole instead of parring. And then on the next hole, he birdies to finish one back of John Rahm. All he had to do was not lose the ball. Fuck. Why why would you do that? If you know I don't know, man. Stupid. Do you think it was bad caddy advice? I mean, I don't the caddy can only tell you so much. I think it's just both of them just horrible judgment. Like he knew where he was at in the tournament because John Rahman was already in the clubhouse. He had already finished. Yeah. And there's nothing but room to the right. All you gotta do is hit it right. If he if he didn't have to take a drop, he would have birdied the hole and he would have won the tournament. That's like uh I can't remember what hole it is at Teradolac. It's like hole five. Like when you have to shoot it, shoot it through those trees. Like no one knows what you're talking about, but me and you. But like it's that dog leg left. You're like, man, I should probably just play the fairway. But f- fucking trying to hit this drive through those trees looks sounds great. a lot more rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> this could be really cool. Yeah. It's not, it's probably not gonna happen, but it could be really cool. So yeah, I mean, he just did not play it safe and it cost him. I mean, he lost. John Rom won. Um you love to see that. And then to t- go on top of that, I had a lot, a lot, quite a bit of money on Bryson DeChambeau over Brooks Kepka in the tournament. Bryson was winning Sunday after eight holes. And then he shot eight over on the back nine on Sunday. Bro, like that's not- shot eight over. I'm not even kidding you. That's something like you and I would do. Yeah, it was horrible. On one of the holes, he was just like in the rough the whole time. Well, one, he was trying to bomb his way out of it. On 13, he, his, his uh, foot slipped. He had the same shoes that I got, those brand new U.S. Open Puma shoes. But he, with how powerful he swings the ball, his right foot slipped out from underneath of him. And the ball went way right. And after that, he could never hit a fairway ever again. One of the holes, he was like chipping back and forth. And they they showed the ball on the backside of a green. It was sitting next to an empty Stella box off the cart path, like an empty box of beer cans. It's just like one of the uh, announcers was like, yeah, he might have to slam one of those before his next shot. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
But yeah, I shot eight over and completely just fucked everything for me. So Brooksy, Brooksy got the got the L there then, huh? How technically. But our no hole in one. That's just gonna be our bet. Oh yeah, every I mean, tournament. It doesn't happen very often. Plus money. Every Plus time money I don't almost know why. every time. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know so, why. Um, you gotta love it. And that's our US Open recap. You have any futures that we should watch out for in terms of golf? Like anything coming up, like is there any futures out there for anyone to like win a tournament or anything to something you think somebody can win or I'm trying to think, I mean, it's just so hard. Like literally golf is just one of those sports where I'm not even kidding you. Anything can happen on any day because I thought, like, I thought our, not our next podcast, but, but the podcast after would be a British open like re, uh, preview, but the British open is like the weekend before we record our not next podcast with the podcast after that. So Gotcha. I'll have to I'll have to look up on stuff and drop some on the next podcast then. Yeah, um, definitely. But, yeah. And I can't wait. Ryder Cup in September. That's going to be a fun one. The Ryder Cup's always so much fun to watch. It is. Ryder Cup and football lines. That'll, that'll be us. Um, yeah. We're going to uh, wrap up. That's enough sports talk, I think. We're going to wrap up with some fun stuff. Again, it's kind of like a just a little – hodgepodge episode we want to put together not hodgepodge but just an episode we want to put together for you guys because we haven't we haven't been back in a couple weeks um i want to do this because i think it'd be a fun one top five alcoholic drinks in the summer so like you're sitting you're hanging out by the pool hanging out by the lake river wherever the fuck you're at you're outside doing something top five drinks to have in your hand um we'll go five to one because i have a, i have a clear number one in my mind um Five to one, Travis. I'll let, you, I'll let you go first. What is your number five? If you have a clear. If you have a clear uh, number five, I'll go pina colada. Pina colada. Okay. Yeah. Pina colada is a good one. Um, number five for me, and this is something that I don't drink very often, and I only drink in the summertime. This is never a wintertime drink. Like I legitimately only drink it when it's warm outside. It's a Tito's and Sprite. Tito's and Sprite with a lime in it. That's what I drank. I drank a shitload of it in the when I was in the Bahamas. Um, that's just a, a a good a good summer drink. It's light. It's fluffy. Um, fluffy. Fluffy. Oh, it's not fluffy, but it, it's light. <laughs> it's airy. Um, so that's number five for me. Number four. Number four. That's tough. Five drinks. Uh, go ahead. You go ahead with number with your number four. Well, I think here my number four is going to be just a classic Mick Ultra. Just Mick Ultra. Just a classic beer. Um, you don't want to drink liquor too much. You know, you maybe you're outside doing something and you're out on the lake. Your boat because like Mick Ultra, you can drink like six or seven of those and still be fine to like operate a motor vehicle. You know, <laughs> probably shouldn't, but yes, you can't be. We're not condone it. Yeah, you probably use your best judgment. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I feel that mine is going to be uh, Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. I haven't had that in forever. Dude, Bud Light Lime, or you could substitute it with the new Mick Ultra uh, Cactus. Nah, Bud Light Lime Cactus. Bud. Either way, both those fire. Love it. Summer drinks. Little, little tasty. Little tasty. All right. <laughs> My number three, and this is not necessarily something that everyone will understand, 
But for those of you who went to the University of Missouri or even most state, you'll understand this. It's a nice trops. Mm. Anything for, and I want one so bad right now. So for those of you who didn't go to college in mid-Missouri and know. Hey, there's one in down, there's one in St. Louis too. Okay. For those of you who are not from Missouri or didn't go to college in mid-Missouri, Trops is like basically like an alcoholic slushy place where you just go in order. I'm sure they're everywhere. They yeah, just I mean, call like, something different. But I, and I've had different alcoholic slushy places. Like I've had one in New Orleans. I had one in uh, Miami. None of them just for whatever reason don't compare to Trops. Something about getting something, a big old 32 ounce in that styrofoam cup with the pl- with the plastic red straw. Like <laughs> just hits different. I was going to say, I feel like they also stay a little bit more solid the trops ones do yeah other other slushies they get too liquidy too fast like everyone's like oh yeah you can go make yourself a knockoff trops by getting like a thing of vodka and going to sauna and getting the slushie i'm like no it, it's it's not the same it, it ain't the same <laughs> it ain't the same i feel that yeah trops definitely miss it. i did i totally ruled that out didn't even think of it man didn't miss even that think of it ah oh, let's see here what have i got I'm just going to have to go straight up. Uh, it's really, it's tough. It's, it's killing me because I don't know what I want to put at number one. Oh, I do. You do? Um, you have a clear number one? Unequivocally number one, dude. Like, just no doubt about it. And this is just, it's a drink. It's a, drink. a shot. It's a drink. Well, I, I, I do have a shot for my, for my number two. You do have a shot for your number two. Yes. All right. I'm going to go then with a shot for my number three, right? I'm on number three. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go straight up the good old classic Vegas bomb. That was my number two. Yep. Yeah. You can't, you can't pass it up, but it's got to I mean, be made, we, we, right. As, as, as us being Ryan's, we do it all year round, but it is just, it just hits different in the summer. It does. It absolutely does. Um, which leads into my number two. I'm going to do one as well. I'm going to do, this. I'm going to do another shot. I'm going to do a Jello shot. Yes, river, river, specifically yep. river Jello shots. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. There's my number two. What's yours? Well, my number two is Vegas bomb. But yeah, number one, number one. But bro, Corona in a bottle with a lime, like that does. There's like none. Of, like it can't be out of a can. Like, cause I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't hate Corona out of a can. It's not my favorite. I drink it when I'm on the river, when I'm on the lake, cause I'm responsible, but I'm outside grilling, just hanging out at my house, bro. Nothing hits different. Nothing hits the same as a Corona with a lime out of a bottle grilling. Like that's just like the ultimate summer beer for me. All right. I feel you. I am going to have to go with the classic lime white claw Ooh, that's what i'm gonna go with it's just refreshing i can drink it i get a lot of hate for that all the time i mean it's just something like no matter what what kind of mood i'm in i can just always drink it so the lime white claw is with i i had we me and my wife have a bunch of like random ass alcohol in our in our white alcohol fridge that we have outside because that, that that i feel like that that's a white thing to do having an alcohol fridge in your garage absolutely uh, well we have one so tonight we came back from golfing she's like what do you want for dinner and i'm like oh what do we have do we have any seltzers 
She's like, with a bunch of mango shit, I hated it. She gave me a lime Bud Light seltzer, and I'm like, this was terrible. Like, the, 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 like just to reiterate Travis's thoughts on that, the lime White Claw is way better. I think, I think White Claw, like the original White Claws are the OG seltzers. They didn't fuck with them. They didn't try to do anything special. And lime, I think, was my first seltzer that I liked. And so that's the one that I'm going to go with. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we like it. So Travis has got, you had uh pina colada. Good one, by the way. Um, what'd you have for four? Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. Vegas, Vegas Bomb. Bomb Jello Bomb Shot. Shot. Lime White Claw. And I had, uh, what was my number five? Oh, Tito's and Sprite. Uh, I had a Mick Ultra. And then I had a, I can't remember what number three was for me. Number two is a Vegas I, bomb. Yeah. I don't know what your number three was. Did you not have a number three? I think we might have skipped over it. No, I definitely did. I definitely said something. Whatever. I think. I think your number one was Corona with lime in a bottle, which, funny you say that, went out to dinner with mom and I and had two Coronas in a bottle with lime I mean, on just, the patio. It just, I mean, it just hits. <laughs> it does. It does. Even though it's only like 68 degrees here in the Midwest right now, yeah, uh, it does crazy. hit different. So I'm going to skip this next one. Cause I don't know what I was thinking about putting this in the, in the script. We'll go to the next one after that, that I have here. The last thing I have on the agenda. So technically like everyone knows wedding season kind of kicks off after Memorial day. Travis went to a wedding on Memorial day weekend, but we have another wedding coming up this weekend where I'm the best man in. But wedding seasons, like I think weddings are fun as long as it's not your own wedding. Like my, I've been married. Travis is getting married this fall. It's stressful. But when you go to weddings that aren't your own, they're fun. They're fun as hell. They um, are fun, especially when you're part of the wedding party. Uh, so wedding season's here, and I just kind of boiled it down simply: what are the top five best things at weddings? Like whether you're in them, whether you're at them, like what are the best things about weddings to do? We don't Open necessarily bar. have to do this. We don't have to do this. Like, what'd you say? Open bar. Open. <laughs> That's it. That's number one. Yeah, There's that, only one answer. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, open bar is, is great. But uh, this doesn't be in order. And I don't even know if I can come up with five things, but I'm going to try. One of the things I think we, well, let's do five things together. Me personally. Open bar. So that's obviously on the list. That's probably number one. Open that's bar. That's gotta be that is number one. There's no if and or but about it. Yeah. Open bar is number one. Um another cool thing, top five that top five things at weddings is um if you're a if you're a member or not and not in like if you're in the wedding, you can kind of pay attention. But if you're like in the crowd kind of hanging out, what I think is kind of cool to watch is see who the first person that's gonna cry is gonna be. First person to cry. Yeah. I think uh, sitting or being in the, not even, you don't even have to be a, a spectator. You can be in the wedding. Uh, making bets on if the groom's going to cry is a fun one. Yeah, that is. You can kind of tell. All right, cool. We'll call it, We'll do it live on the pod right now. Irby won't listen. Um, will, he, will he cry on Saturday? <sighs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I didn't say no. I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I think I am too. I think I'm going to go with no. We actually did it at the wedding. Uh, Lucas 
one of my good friends. He's never been on the podcast, but he listens. Uh, we we did it if he would cry at his wedding, and all his groomsmen said no. One of them, Ethan Short, you all know him, been on the podcast. He was the one that said yes, and he did, and he won. So it's, <laughs> it's great. It's, you just got to bet on it. It's a good it's a good gamble wager. It is. So Travis uh, and I are both saying no for the wedding. Say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a poll because there's like. There's a bunch of us in the wedding. I'm going to take a poll on Saturday and see what's up. Um, so that, that, that's fun to do. Uh, what else is fun to do at weddings? What's, what, what should else be on us? So we got open bar, betting to see who, who's going to cry, betting to see if the groom's going to cry. I feel, like hmm. a, I feel like a classic, call me white, but a classic like organized dance at a wedding, whether it's a cha-cha slide, dude, God, shoot couple, me in the head. Whether it's Copperhead Road, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I, I could be in a very big minority about this. Nothing I hate more than the cha-cha slide. Cha-cha slide sucks. I mean, I hate it. What's the other one? Uh, Cupid Shuffle. Hate it. Hate them both. Copperhead Road. That one's okay. Cupid Shuffle and Chasha Slide. Worst the worst things in the entire world. Worst things right, ever invented. What about playing Thunderstruck at a wedding? Thunderstruck is excellent. That's one of my top ones. You have to remind me, did we play that at Kevin's wedding? We did. We did indeed. Yikes, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that is that is a great thing to do. Uh, while I'm thinking of this next one, there's seven seconds left of this Suns game. We'll watch it. They're down by one. The Suns are down by one. It's got to be on a timeout. Hang on. They're down by one with now 0.8 seconds left. Um, don't ruin it for me. I was watching it. Sorry. Um, next up, top things at a wedding. So we've already determined open bar, betting to see who's going to cry first. Betting to see who's going to cry. Thunderstruck. One more. So that's three. What else we got? Oh. I guess we got three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, free food. Oh, yeah. Free food. Free food. Awesome. <laughs> that's definitely for food. Free food. Jesus Christ. Free food's amazing. Um, and honestly, like I might be the minority on this, but destination weddings are kind of cool. Like not like, okay, don't travel to fucking Mexico to get married. But like if you can, if you can like go within like, well, it's like driving distance. It kind of feels like a little mini, mini vacation if you're in the wedding. Like for this instance weekend, like everybody's getting married in Bloomsdale. Like that's like only like an hour away from me, but it's long enough for me to like get away and like feel like I'm I'm getting away from home and staying and going somewhere. I think that's kind of fun. Being at a destination type wedding, not where I have to get on a plane and fly. But yeah, the only one I I've been to was on Memorial Day weekend, uh, in which case it was a little bit hectic because I was in the wedding. Uh, and that Kevin's was Kevin's was in St. Jen. Mine was in St. Jen. Like you couldn't like Yeah, but that's not destination. I mean, we're we're we literally live right there. I'm thinking like four or five hour drive. Well, for you now where you live, if we were to flash back two years ago, it would be. Very true. Um, yeah, I can get on board with that. Another thing I was thinking, um what was it? People watching. That's fun. <laughs> that's so much fun, man. It, that's like, that's gonna that's gonna take the place over destination. People, especially watch. if you don't like at a wedding where you don't know a lot of people. 
Or like maybe like you know like one side, but you know like who the fuck is this lady? Like I never like I've never seen Aunt Janice in my life, but Aunt Janice. And you just, yeah, and you just watch it like whether they're mad, drunk, whatever they are, making the fool of themselves. You just like sit back and take it all in. It's fun. Yeah, odds <laughs> are that'll be me on Saturday. I'll probably be drunk, making a fool of myself. But this, oh my god. Hang on a second. Holy shit. I missed it. Uh, it's not, I'm watching, I'm streaming it on my phone while we're doing this. So they're about to inbound the ball. I'm assuming something crazy happens. Let me go ahead and say that. Uh, can't, I don't even know who's out there. Oh, there it is. DeAndre, Aiden, all you dunk to win the game. Yep. Did you see? You didn't see it live. No, no, I, I, I watched the play-by-play on ESPN. It was an inbound from the baseline. Alley dunk. Devin Booker set the screen coming across. Suns won six in a row. Well, actually, yeah, no, sorry. How many games have they won in a row? That is insane. They have won. Jesus Christ, bro. They've won nine games in a row. That was an incredible play call. I forgot the Lakers were up two to one on them. They haven't lost the game since then. They haven't lost the game since May 27th. That's bomb. That was dude, you gotta you gotta look up that play. That was an incredible like play design. But did you hear me though? Like I forgot the Lakers were up two to one on the Suns. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember that. The Suns haven't lost a game since May twenty seventh. They haven't lost a game since they lost Game Three in the first round of the Lakers. That's crazy. Hey, I'll, I will give that game up to Jay Crowder with that pass. Jay Crowder. It was the most beautiful pass you'll ever see. Like 0.8 seconds left, and they threw an alley dunk from the baseline to win. Well, there you have it. If you're hearing this, the Suns' uh, future to win the NBA Finals has probably gone up. So take that while you can. Nope, we locked it in earlier in this podcast. Yeah, plus one seven, <laughs> plus one seven. You locked the fuck in. Um, but kind of a fun episode. Wanted to give you guys something again. We are going to be on a bi-weekly schedule. Remember that bi-weekly until August rolls around. August will start giving you it pretty much starting on August fourth that first podcast in August, it will be all football from there until pretty much the Super Bowl. So um, get ready for that. Only a few more uh, podcasts without football. Uh, We'll come back to you on July 7th with a UFC 264 preview and a mid-season MLB recap plus all-star game bets. Um, So we won't see you guys for the 4th of July. Have a very uh, safe and happy Independence Day, and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. Nice guy.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 